0: episode 175 spooktober week week four this is a prime time spooktober i'm all for it uh evan preacher man Fitzsimmons, and the one the only jeremy out of the park dowdy back on the phone thank
1: you love guys that. for having me good to be back let's talk some shop yeah
0: hey, i love it dude <laughs> I, i'm here for it i i'm a big halloween guy uh, if you can't tell and um, so i this week's blind top five And I had to make it a little sports related, but it's top five scariest NFL players of all time. I like it. You could make this about looks. You can make this about play, off the field issue. Sorry, no Aaron Hernandez, but (laughs) whatever you want with it. All right. First up, Miles Garrett coming off a monster Sunday. Been productive, has some great Halloween costumes. Where do we put Mr. Garrett?
2: Uh, I'll I'll jump in. I'll go first, and and Jeremy can follow. Just, yeah. just you gotta be you gotta be careful with hacky. If you don't know the game, you, you <laughs> don't take the bait. Don't take the bait too early. Uh, you gotta hit it at the right time. Uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, there's some other pass rushers currently that I would probably put a little bit scarier uh, on my on my scare scale. Um, he's definitely a game breaker. So I feel like you have to acknowledge that, but I, you know, I just told Jeremy, just don't take the bait, but I, I might, I might put myself in a corner here. I'm going to put him five on my list. I think there's some scarier guys than, than miles Garrett. I feel like he's there. He's on a, he's on a tier, but there's, there's some higher tier guys that I think are coming up. Okay. Yeah. Five for me.
1: Are we going? Is this list that uh, you're pulling, Parker? Is this all time and current?
0: All, yeah, this is all time and okay. current. Uh, now, I did random generated. So it's probably like our childhood era is where most okay. of you guys come from. But
1: Okay. All right. Because so I was thinking, I didn't know if Lawrence Taylor was going to be in there. I was like, he's obviously going to be one for me. No um, let's see. I'll go. Um, I'm going to go. I'll go two for Miles Garrett for the reason being. The helmet swing I think gave gave every football player, every quarterback nightmares. Um, and just watching what that Browns defense is doing right now um, is is pretty impressive. And um, you know, I was hearing uh, Aaron Rodgers on actually the Pat McAfee show today talk about uh, you know edge rushers and and dominant defensive linemen, how when they're in the game or when they're out of the game that they have ten plays scripted to attack. The defense without those guys on the field—that's how impactful they are—and I feel like Miles Garrett falls into that bucket. So um, I'll go. Uh, what did I say? Two or three? I think he a two, I'll, right? I'll go. I'll go two for Miles Garrett. I might jump yeah. the gun there, but I'm gonna go two.
0: Hey, I I I don't think you're gonna hate that because next up we got the cocaine bear himself, Lawrence Taylor.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah. See, there's only a few guys you could put higher than LT. And I think I think they're coming. So I'm gonna put Taylor at my two. I'm gonna put Lawrence Taylor at two.
3: All
1: right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one for LT. Uh, obviously for what he does on the field, but he probably has the most impactful movie line of all time, and that is. Don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe what is that from Billy Madison uh, uh, or uh, it's water, yeah. water, boy. water Boy? Water Boy, yeah. Let's so, give a uh, warm
2: LT welcome, yeah. <laughs> Mister <from, laughs> yeah. Bobby Boucher. There you go. Next up,
0: probably the ugliest guy on this list, Jack Lambert. Mm. Still curtain defense.
2: See, that's higher than Miles Garrett for me. I, I knew like either like a Dick, a Dick Buckus or a Ray Nitschke. But yeah, this is. Mm, is it a three or a four? That's my debate. Uh, let's put him four. I'm gonna put him right above Miles Garrett. Four.
1: I like that. I like that. I'm gonna go four as well uh, because I do think kiss may make it onto this list. Rip. So naturally, I'm gonna I'm gonna save um, a top tier spot. But just with that stash and that uh, that lettuce and that grill alone, I think he, he's. <laughs> a top spot's warranted there. Yeah. So I'll go, uh, what did I say, four?
0: Four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I wish the neck rolls would come back, man. There's something about them. Mm. Uh, I will I will preface and say there's no dick buckets on this list. As I said, I, I had 20 names. I threw them and just randomly shot me five. Okay, so I do apologize. Oh, crap. Yeah, so. You never uh, know. Which this one, I think it's a clear, clear <laughs> sign that this is a super random list. The guy who ended Antonio Brown and gave him CT full-time. Vontez
3: Burfitt,
2: yeah, that'll be my three. Yeah, um, he's yeah. I don't know. I I probably should have put Miles Garrett up higher at this point, but eh, perfect. A little little scarier in the sense he could he could kind of end your career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on
1: that. Obviously, I haven't seen what he's done to some guys. Um, he's probably my three as well. Yeah. Um, just you know, I think not many guys deter a crossing route like he did in his day. And and unfortunately you've seen some of the end results of those, but um, yeah, I'll go three, whether you like him or hate him, the dude's pretty damn scary. So yeah,
0: I'm a big perfect guy, but I'm a Bengals guy. Anyways. All right. Last but not least, he probably stabbed someone to death, but he didn't get called for it.
2: Ray Lewis. Number one. I knew it. I knew he was coming. Um, I was looking for that game wrecker, like whether it was like Palomau or Earl yeah. Thomas, camp yeah. chancellor, like Jones. Someone, yeah. someone who's going to clean your clock. And But no, Ray would be the top of any list. I just think the way he gets locked in on Sundays, the way he just starts preaching to his defense, you don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> he goes into a whole different realm. Um, yeah, and then especially the – the resurgent here. He he brought out that face mask and the yeah, the, the arm guard. guard. He just looked like a freaking gladiator out there. No, Ray, Ray is a mile above everybody. Lawrence Taylor's close, but no, this is this is Ray's list. Dang.
1: Yeah, I'm going one B here.
2: I'm I'm gonna break I'm gonna break the <laughs> yeah, rules. <there> you go.
1: <laughs> um no I agree. I echo that sentiment. I mean having grown up watching Ray Lewis I, I think I didn't necessarily appreciate the dominance as I was watching and I knew he was good, but until you kind of get into the next generation of players and don't get me wrong, there's some scary guys now, but just the presence he had on the field. um, I I I know it's not on the list, but I would put Brian Dawkins up there too. Like he (laughs) watching, watching him in his prime was, uh, you know, obviously a Philly guy fly around like that was pretty scary as well. But yeah, I think Ray is in a class of his own. So just because I don't have another number one, we're going one B there.
2: I love it. Yeah, love not it. enough safeties and yeah. not enough fullbacks on this list. Fullbacks, that's, that's yeah. my takeaway. Like, I I wanted a running back that's gonna just run down my throat, and I wanted a a safety that's just gonna clean my clock over the middle. I just wanted
0: something just run down your throat. I, I wanted
2: because we think of guys like perfect, but perfect isn't the same as like Mike Allstop <laughs>
1: Yeah, talk yeah, about you, you want to know. talk about neck rolls. There you go. <laughs> oh, dude, there you <laughs> yeah. go.
0: Fucking runaway beer truck coming at you. Um, Yeah, as I said, this is super random, and I felt bad because I did it. And I realized like AFC North is like four of the five spots, and I was (laughs) like, damn it. But it was random, and I was like, I'm just going to go with it. So, Um, but oh, yeah, we left out some huge hitters. I agree. Well, huge hits, MLB, World Series playoff. This has been. I feel like all the Game 7s, and it's been awesome to think about. It's been, it's been great for me to watch. I'm not a big baseball guy until this time, um, and I still don't know what the hell I'm watching. So, it's, uh, Jeremy, I'm so glad you're here because we got Rangers versus either Phillies or D-backs. They're playing Game 7 tonight. Uh, Phillies already started greasing up the poles. They're getting ready.
3: Sure.
0: Tell us about this offseason, Jeremy. I, I know you're a big baseball guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's been fun to watch. Uh been a lot of fun to watch. I think because we're getting some new blood into the playoffs as well. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, I was you know, it's hard to sustain success in the big leagues. And so seeing the Rays every year, the Yankees every year, the Red Sox. Now we're Rogers, seeing the, Astros. Yeah, now we're seeing the Orioles start to um, you know, have a little bit of a youth movement. We're starting to see the D backs, the the Rangers, obviously with um, you know that their big payroll it's it's nice to see some new blood uh advancing deep into the playoffs um and i think one thing that that i took away from the rangers clinching was they were interviewing uh, Scherzer, who's been there done that he's been there a couple times hearing him say this feels just like the first time i was here new club new team he's obviously had a you know some injury um, issues himself this year so i think him getting a chance to pitch a Game 7 uh, probably didn't go the way he he, he had hoped for, but uh, obviously the team getting the win and moving to the World Series I think is really cool to see him back uh, with a new club. Um, and then obviously excited tonight. Uh, I'm going with the the sexy pick. I'm going with the D-backs. I know Game 7 at home, the numbers, I think it's like 52% of the time the home team wins, but I think this year postseason has been so crazy. I'm riding with the uh, the Snakes um but uh but looking forward to another electric game 7 tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And thanks for breaking all that down. It's as I said I I feel like I'm a lost fish out there, but I I read a stat. I think it's the first time in 7 years, may, maybe longer, that we don't have Astros or Dodgers playing in the World sure. Series. Like that dominant stretch it finally ends between one of those two teams playing. And obviously the Rangers took out the Astros. How how was you know, was that a huge upset or did people going in like to this matchup, the thing. All right, Rangers are the favorite here. Sure, Astros have been there, but like outside looking in, I I think it's an upset. What What do you say?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're going off what Vegas thought, um, certainly an upset. Um, they went neck and neck all year in the division. It came down to the It came down to one game. Astros won the division by a game. Um, right. Obviously, with that comes you get you know the wild card round by, and then you get uh, home field in the playoffs in your series. So. Uh, pretty significant to to win the division. The Rangers were running away with it all year, had a bit of a skid, ran into some problems uh, on the mound, had some rotation issues, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, bullpen scarcity. Um, But to see the Rangers pull that out in Houston game seven with a 21-year-old as your three-hole hitter, I think is pretty (laughs) impressive. And to hear that, you know, Evan Carter, to hear, you know, he was in double-A three months ago. And here he is hitting in the three hole with one of the most powerful lineups in the playoffs. Like you just can't script a story like that. And then um, obviously seeing what Altuve did in what was a game five, the heroics there with the three run Homer. Yeah. Um, you know, it was everything you could have hoped for in a, in a championship series. So I think from a fan perspective um, it, it was anything and everything you could ask for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you're absolutely right. in. I've gotta I've gotta ask it because I just I like calling teams dead. Are the Astros dead? Or are the Dodgers dead after getting sweeped by the D backs? Or is it like, hey, this is one of those years they they go by, maybe a little more talent, they come back stronger. Do you, yeah. or do you think they're dead?
1: I wouldn't say the Astros are dead. Um, I would say you're going to start to see some repercussions of them losing draft picks from the whole fallout of the Stein, Stein ceiling scandal. So the uh, yeah, I think they lost, I can't remember how many first round picks, but that's kind of a lagging effect, right? You, you lose yeah. first rounders. They're notorious for developing players. So if anybody's going to overcome that, it's going to be the Astros organization, yeah. Um but, again, payroll is not necessarily an issue to them. They'll they'll pony up Dodgers, same thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think you're starting to see the game shift to more homegrown talent, again, with this Evan Carter kid with Texas. Like, that's where you're yeah. going to start to see teams shift to. Um, so I wouldn't say dead, but I do think you're going to see a changing of the guard, even in the AL West. The Mariners now are, are looking stronger. They're a young core. Um, the Rangers now, Angels, dumpster fire still, A's kind of <laughs> – yeah. A's or you know the the unless they switch ownership, I'm gonna just speak candidly. I think unless Jeff Fisher sells, I'm yeah. not sure um, what we're gonna see with them. But um, it's good to see some some new blood and some new teams competing, especially competing into October. So as a fan, really good to see.
0: Hey, absolutely, and you just dogged your your team that gave you some big paychecks there. But yeah, yeah. man, it's it's uh, kind of how it is. Those,
1: yeah, and, and speaking with a lot of former players, and it's just gotten to the point where you can no longer hide the you know the blatant almost disrespect for that fan base Um, because I will say in Oakland when you are good man they they show up and and they're passionate they get after it Um, I still am pretty close with a couple fans that you know have been season ticket holders for decades now uh, and it's just a shame to see you know what they view as ownership giving up on the city giving up on the team giving up on the fan base so it's like you know what let's just rip the band-aid off if you're gonna do it do it yeah. Um, you know they're unfortunately they're just kind of in a purgatory right now with with what the decision is going to be. So um, yeah, not not ideal there,
0: dude. I feel so bad for Oakland fans. Like you, you, you put your heart and soul, like you said, as long as you know winning. And we saw it with the Raiders with the A's, Golden State, and they said mm-hmm. nah, fuck them, get them out. Mm-hmm. Like it, I feel bad for Oakland fans. It's rough. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. Again, with the Raiders going, um, Warriors going. And and now the whole back and forth, you know, they had renderings of a brand new stadium right on the uh, um, right on um, right on the water there in Oakland, beautiful stadium that blew up. Um, yeah. Now you don't know, is it the city that's against us? Is it MLB? Is it ownership? So it's, it's kind of a shit show right now. So um, I hope, I hope for a resol- resolution either way for the fans.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Fitz, any MLB World Series? Talk yeah.
2: You? yeah, I wanted to touch on just the Rangers, and again, I'm I'm kind of with Hacky. Baseball season for me starts about <laughs> September 29. <laughs> um, like I've just watching the Rangers in the playoffs. They, and I don't know the terminology for it. They swing early in the count, like they're hitting balls when it's like 0-1 or. 2-0 in the count, or what? Like they're aggressive, and I'm curious if that's with the new rules. I'm wondering if it's like if they're somehow like taking advantage of these of these new rules that pitches got to come out quicker. Like, do they they just not letting pitchers get in rhythm? But I feel like that's been part of their success, and I just I didn't know if you have a keen observation for watching more than just one month of baseball.
1: <laughs> well, first off, I'll say I am a firm believer. I think the season needs to be shorter. So, you guys aren't the only ones. Even I lose track in you know June, July, August, and then September. I kind of pick it back up. So, self-admitting, I'm I'm yeah. in the same bucket. But to your point, I think not necessarily the rule changes are dictating early in the count uh, action. I would say it's more so scouting reports are so detailed where you know what a guy's first pitch percentage is. Mm-hmm. You know what a guy likes to throw when you're behind in the count. So I think it's more so the Rangers are a pretty aggressive club at the plate as is, and that's their bread and butter. And and you even heard Smoltz talk about it last night, how frustrating it can be as a Rangers fan when you get an 0 pop-up to the infield. Mm-hmm. That's just how you, you kind of live and die by that. Yeah. Se- yeah. Seager did it last night, but he hit a homer to right field, and obviously he had a hell of a game. But – you know, I was always taught, and you know, as, as advanced as the game gets, you still have to simplify it and say, look, break break averages down 00, 01, 02. Get your pitch early and don't miss it. Like mm-hmm. averages plummet when you get to two strikes. Now, obviously, with strikeouts going through the roof, because guys are throwing 100 with a nasty wipeout slider. So I, I think it's more of the scouting report dictates, hey, this guy is around the zone early, let's attack. But it's also that's their bread and butter. Like, that's what they do. It's like you're a pass-heavy offense in the NFL uh, or you're a run-heavy offense and you get behind early. It's like when you try to abandon that, it's ugly. When you try to become a, a pass-first offense, it's the same in baseball. If you're trying to, like, take till you get a strike, you get behind in the count, guys have bad at-bats because they're just not used to hitting in an 0-1, 2 hole. So I think it's more so – Scouting reports are dictating, hey, let's go early, and that's just who we are. That's what got us here. So let's not change now. I would say that's that's the more likely cause of that.
2: But yeah. it seems to be different. Like it seems like no one's done that yet, or maybe no one's had as much success as maybe the Rangers had, that you wonder if that's gonna trend up, like you're gonna mm-hmm. start seeing, which could be could be great for baseball. And I'm worried the games are gonna go way too fast. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, like
2: everyone's gonna start doing it, and it's gonna be like, "What game's over in 50 minutes? What?" Like I just, <laughs> yeah. I just got my second beer. Yeah. Like, what's yeah, going right. on?
1: And it was 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, that that that's a great point. And and I always tell people, you know, they would always ask, "Is it how hard was it to hit double AA, A, triple A pitching?" And I said, "Actually, it was. I found it to be a bit not. It's never easy." But I enjoyed hitting at the higher levels because guys were around the zone more. You knew, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a nasty slider, but they they could command it. It was around the zone because hitters get better. You you shrink your strike your strike zone as a hitter, so you know the pitcher. And obviously, you've seen you know not everybody, unless you're Angel Hernandez, but you know, <laughs> zones are pretty tight. And that like they've got them, they know what their zone is, and they don't deviate from it. Um, so I think guys are basically saying, look, this guy's around the zone. He may have a good breaking ball. He may have a good changeup. But if it's in the zone, it's where I want it. If it's elevated, why wait to get in an 0-1 hole? Like, let's go ahead and attack it now. Um, and and the other thing is the pitcher might be tipping pitches. We don't know that. You obviously never know. They'll never come out and say, hey, we had a read. He was yeah. doing this with his glove. When, you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll kind of shake their glove when they're doing a pitch and they don't even know they're doing it. Guys pick up on that. And so they may have known, okay, he's throwing a fastball. Oh, oh I'm going to jump all over it because he was tipping. And yeah. so that could be a, that could be at play too. So a lot of factors, mm-hmm. but I think mostly guys are around the zone more in the big leagues and, and the higher levels. Um, so you see a lot more first pitch swing um, than you would at a lower level when a guy's blowing 100 and doesn't know where it's going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Resurrected. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Which... What the hell is happening from the great beyond? <laughs> oh
2: my. The doctor joins us tonight. Oh my
0: gosh. Man,
2: the Ouija boards mm. have spoken. I'm excited. Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs>
2: After an embarrassing Lions game, too.
0: A, uh, yeah. right. You'd have to dog him like that. Just kidding.
2: Just kidding.
4: Hey, bring it, Fitz.
2: Hey, I've got a follow up question for Jeremy, though. Uh, speaking yeah, yeah. Of, of pitching control, uh, the guy that got plunked by a 104 mile per hour pitch. Um yeah, there were some questions of if that was intentional or not. I was just sitting here asking if I had to get hit by a hundred and four mile per hour ball, you probably want to get hit where the guy did, like in the buck talks, like like uh horse yeah. <laughs> But uh was that intentional or you know, from a baseball point of view, I'm sure people are like, No, he doesn't mean to do that, but for all for I, like the average watcher, it's like, oh, that was
1: Yeah, I think with the events leading up to it, it probably looked a little fishy. Um, I will say Chapman is notorious for pulling the ball glove side. So away from his arm because he throws so hard and control is not necessarily his bread and butter because you throw 104. So I think he might have just yanked the fastball. But the the other side of that coin is it's very hard to miss where he missed. Um, Big league pitchers don't necessarily miss that bad. So there may have been some intent. I will say if you're trying to hit a guy, you're not going to hit him low. You're going to go like ribs. Like I would say mm-hmm. if it's a retaliation pitch, you're going ribs, you're going elbow. Obviously, you never want to go above the shoulder. That's kind of like a no-no. Like that's how you end guys' careers. That that can lead to more issues. But to your point, if you're going to get hit, getting hit in the in the butt is the perfect spot to get hit. It's the most meaty. Um, the worst part's, you know, obviously elbow like tricep area right here i got hit there i think it was what was it my second year i was in i was in high a and i like my tricep just locked out my elbow locked out like that's not and then evo shield came with all their elbow guards and so that changed the game but um there may have been a little bit of intent there just because it was a blowout they had a few runs to spare but I would say Chapman probably just wanted to get the hell off the mound. Let's end the game. I don't know that it was intentional, but either way, I'm sure, uh, I think it was McCormick. He's going to wake up this morning and and have a, he's going to be
2: sore for a while. Yeah. Dr. Tim, where would you like to get hit by a 104 mile power pitch?
4: Ah, right in the glutey medius glute max, (laughs) right in that area. I'm cool with it. I think, I think you guys are right on the money. I mean, there's not a whole lot of room at the elbow and the tricep insertion is pretty Tricep's a big muscle group, but it inserts very, you know,
0: smallly in the elbow. So if you get hit in the elbow, that's a, it's a bad time. Dude, I'm going to cry like a bitch. If I get hit with that thing, I don't care where <laughs> at I'm out. Fuck it. <laughs> well, I'm going yeah, home. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home.
1: Put it this way. I got hit, uh, probably three weeks ago. And I'll, you guys probably remember, I do like this men's league here in Raleigh and it was yeah. probably 74. And it still pissed me off. Like, it still hurt. <laughs> and it was like, I don't care if it's 74 or 105. Like, it's going to hurt. Obviously, 104 is going to hurt worse, but you just, yeah, it's still a pain in the ass and it, and it, and it hurts. So, um, literally. Yeah. Literally not, not ideal. Either. Yeah. Right. Not ideal.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, we, we just talked about your Astros Tim's being dead, but their sign stealing and all that stuff that caught up to them. Another sign stealing news here Michigan. I, to me, as as a football coach, I don't think this is as big of a deal. Um, obviously, the in person being banned for since ninety one or ninety six. I I get it. It's against the rules. You broke the rules, but I, I'm not afraid to say it. I still signs so in game action. Like if if I'm the OCDC and I see someone making a big elaborate you know hand signs and stuff, I'm like, okay, let's figure out what they're doing here. Like I, I think every sport does this. I think every coach does this. If you don't, you're a dumbass. I just Michigan got caught, you know. I, I'm I'm not afraid to say that. Thoughts from you guys.
2: Are they using computers or no? So they...
0: this is the genius. They the dumbass on the staff bought 30 tickets to or 30 games of Big Ten opponents, took his iPhone and just filmed the home side. Okay. Like, I, I, okay. you know, it doesn't make sense. You can't be that mm. blatant with it.
3: Rogers made a
1: know. good point today on on uh, McAfee's show. He's like, let's just get to the point where let's pony up and let's give the you know the Mike linebacker the green dot. Let's go college. Let's go headset in college and call it a day. Like, yes. you know, there there's easy fixes to this, but to your point, like I that's gamesmanship. Like you're always trying to find a leg up, and it's on you when you have 18 guys with different colored signs. Like you have support staffers trying to. Um, you know, trying to camouflage, trying to, you know, shield some play calling. I think that ultimately is, is on you, but I, yeah, I think it's a little overblown in my opinion, but it is what it is.
2: Yeah. I don't watch college football, man. I did. No, like, I think, uh, that is an interesting point. Like I, I hate it when the entire team looks over to the sideline for the call and, You know, that you feel like this is the sport we need to be coaching the players like the quarterback can take control of these situations. And yeah, if you if you call something the headset, I feel like he can relay that uh, could be a lot cleaner. I don't know. The other thing is, it made me think of uh, who was it? Sean Payton. Was he the one whose playbook? was just shown, like someone took a picture of him. I think like so, the front, yeah, yeah. the front side of his playbook, and it's kind of like... His call and you sheet, just, yeah. You wonder, like, even with a call sheet, like, you feel like it would, you know, that would tip your playbook, and at the same... Because there has to be this, this common language where we understand these schemes and these concepts. And at the same time, it's like, well, how do you know what play they're running? Like, even if they're in this formation, how do you know what they've just called and stuff. It's like, yeah, you may know what the, but everyone's doing the same shit. So I, I, you know, I don't know how much that really does anything.
0: I will say the call sheet might be a bigger deal because at least for me and and most OCs, I know we script out first in plays. Hey, if it's third and long, here's what our list (laughs) is. True. If we're on the left hash, this is what I want to call. Like it, it, mine's very detailed that way. So if someone took a picture of it, I might be like, I might be, I might be fucked, you know, Mm. but Ah, uh, Tim, any thoughts from you? I know you love a good cheater. So
4: Oh man, I love it. I think this is um you know, we, we talked one day, I can't remember what pod it was, but I think Devin was talking about sign, sign stealing and baseball and people were losing it. And Devin's like, that's kind of part of the, the gig here is you know, you're 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 giving out signs, you're giving out, you know, false signs, you're giving out whatever red yeah. herring. That's kind of it. Um So I I love it. I love this little game in a game. Uh, Now, Matt Rule, I don't know where I saw this clip. It could have been McAfee. It could have been Rich Eisen. Um, But Matt Rule, uh, he had a little news conference, and he was talking about it, and he was like, I think it's kind of ridiculous that there's no uh, mic in helmet for college. He was like, you have technology in high school. You have technology in pro. Why are we doing this in college like what what's the sense in this and so he, i don't really listen to matt rule often but i thought that was pretty wise <laughs> i was like oh, okay i mean he's got a point like why are we skipping it in this intermediate step when really it could make the whole process a lot smoother so oh, uh, it's just an interesting point
0: all comes down to money and you're absolutely right then like jamie said pony up let's go pay him like i did this yeah. is, that's how you fix this
1: and I, I would even say too, like college now, they do the pitchcom like baseball does. So yeah. college baseball right. now does in the earpiece. And so yeah. I heard someone mention it earlier. Part of the gig is you're trying to shield signs. So like if there's a guy at second base pre-pitchcom, it was on me and the pitcher to have a sequence where it's not easily, you know, uh incre- you know, uh broken, right? They they're not yeah. gonna easily pick up on what we're calling. And so like some typical ones, you'll like outs plus one. So like if there's one out, it'll be the second sign I throw down. It'll be, you could do like outs plus whatever number you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's between you and the pitcher. And obviously as a, as a catcher, you have a sequence of signs that you're giving, but ultimately that's on you. Like gamesmanship is, I have, nobody said that, Hey, the Astros were stealing signs from second base. When you bring technology into it, then yeah, that's an issue, but If it was, oh, we're just, we had, uh, you know, their sequence, we had the catcher sequence, we knew exactly what they were calling, that's on the defense. That's on the catcher and the pitcher. So I have no issue with that. And same with football. If it's so obvious that, you know, an average Joe is picking it up or or what have you. Um, But, yeah, I think once you involve technology in it, that's where it kind of crosses the line. But I have no issue with the gamesmanship part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I totally agree with that. Um, Well – I, I was going to jump into like, wait, ah, we'll do it. Week nine games, looking forward to here. Um, Fitz, I hate to call you wrong, but you're wrong. You said only one game last week it was going to be one score. Four out of the f- six I showed were one score, okay? Let
2: me look <laughs> at these scores. All right.
0: Uh, Duke Louisville, Battle ACC, number 20 versus 18. That's going to be good. Number three, Ohio State going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, not as bad as people talk about the four and two. Maybe we'll upset Alert. Who knows? Just throwing it out there. Number one, Georgia traveling to the swamp. Number eight, Oregon, number thirteen, Utah, Utah coming off a huge USC win. Tennessee, Kentucky, the battle for the barrel. I wish they kept doing it. We talked about it, I think last sure. year's pubs episode with the DUI and drunk driving. that kind of did away with that. But man, how cool would it be to pay for a beer barrel? Um, Colorado, number 23, UCLA. Can Coach Prime get his boys back? And BYU, number seven, Texas. That's always a good rivalry. Uh Any of these games that you guys are really excited for to watch, I made this list. I'm excited for all of them. I'm out of this.
1: As a Gators fan, I'm not excited to watch Gators versus Georgia. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and
0: throw that out there. That's fair. Okay, I, I they've got a chance to cover. I'll put it. It was 14 and a half. I think was Yeah, was 14 and a half. Yeah. yeah. I think they the, get it the, 14. Yeah.
1: This is my thing. And I won't go on a it. Billy Napier. I think if he brings in an OC, all is forgiven with him. He just runs the most mundane, boring pistol zone. It's just like, you know, it works when, when it, when it works, but when we get down to touchdowns, what do you do then? Graham Mertz isn't programmed to throw the ball 50 times. So, We'll see no Bowers for Georgia. So that'll be interesting. But you know, That's Kirby, will, he'll scheme something up around him. He's not, I'm not, he's not worried about it. But I think we cover, but I, I do think it's, it's going to be dogs on top, unfortunately.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tim? I'm
4: ready for, um, well, well, before I do this, how do you guys feel about Colorado and Dion? You guys think he's doing okay? You guys think he's,
2: they, they're, better when. Doing- doing- they're doing better than I, than I think most people thought. But they're still, yeah. they're still, nah. There's still some growing pains. They never okay. deserve
0: to be ranked, but he he met his win total for the year, and so he's on the right track. Like he's getting juice. He's, I think he's doing the right thing, but they never deserve to be ranked in the first place.
4: Okay, okay, that's good. I think they're gonna get <laughs> walked. I can't wait to watch them just crumble. You know, I, I don't know what it is like. I think we talked when Prime first got the Colorado gig, and I was like, "Man, this is going to be bad." And I don't know if I, I don't, I don't think we were all on the same page. But I was looking pretty bad after those two first few games, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dang, he is actually pulling it off." Nope, he's going to get wrecked. Uh, old Chip Kelly, old Chip Kelly, I think is going to get him on this one. So, yeah. looking for a blowout. Worse than are the they, Lions and the Ravens.
1: Are they still statistically the worst defensive team in FBS? <laughs> I think I, I so. Think I think they are. A, I think it's on a points-per-game basis. I think they it were is. last time I checked.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, well, we'll jump into a little NFL here. We do a thing called overreactions here. So, uh, obviously, nothing new to sports media here. But anybody got any NFL Week 7 overreactions?
2: I got one. And I don't know if it's an overreaction. It's more of just a, I am tired of these ref analysts. Like Gene Steratore, tired of them. I'm I'm like, I'm just sick of it because they do not have a gray area. None of these refs do. Mm -hmm. They all have a million different opinions, but there's no like, like I think it was, there was some pass interference where the defender put his hands on the quarterback he didn't even touch. No, he, didn't, he barely touched him. He put his hands on the quarterback after the throw guy falls over. They call interference and they go, let's go to Gene Sterator. Gene, break this down. And he's like, this is not pass interference. And like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but you can't put your hands on the quarterback. You know, like, like, you know, you just can't do that. Like there's like, I know it's not, but you can't do that. And like, I, it's never like I could see where they would call this, you know. It's never that breakdown. It's just these refs making like, like these decisions. Like no, that like that's a, that is a clear interception or whatever. I think that and it happened in in college. They went to the the analyst for the. I don't know if you saw the end of the Iowa oh Minnesota game. That kid yeah. that you know kind of gave the the all clear sign. Like don't touch it, don't touch it. And They thought he and, said. And returned it and then yep. and then they called it back for fair catch. And again, they go to an analyst who's like, he clearly called for a fair catch. And we're all watching it like, no, he didn't. Like explain, yeah. explain that he probably didn't mean to do that, but that's what he was signaling. And and so they caught it was like he clearly caught the refs got it right. I'm so like, I'm sick of these refs, man. They yeah. they're just they don't talk to the common man. They're in their own world, and they all think they can make the right call. It reminds me of App State when I, I did flag football refereeing for a little bit, and all those little yeah. guys in the room—they—they'd all try to. I can make the right call. <laughs> it's like screw well, you guys, man. I'm well, tired of these refs.
0: We'll jump back to over overreactions real quick. That that was my next topic. Is should these refs be hot? You know, held to a higher standard. Now, look, I know it's not their full time gig. You know, sometimes you get most of these guys have full time jobs on top of this. Which that I think that should be fixed now, but like this week, and I feel like this whole NFL season, all the headlines have been officiating and it's been how shitty officiating has been. Like I typed in just now NFL officiating. I have nine different games popping up on my news there. <laughs> Someone let the dogs out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave they don't like, the yeah, they right, don't like the refs either. Yeah, they don't like the refs either. That's right.
2: I'm, I'm just going. saying, there's right. no gray area. Like they they want to limit that as much as possible, and it makes you think of like when when we couldn't decide what a catch was for the longest time. <laughs> it was like it was such a gray area, and no one could determine what it is. And I think that's like a referee's nightmare. Is like there can't be any gray area. But sometimes things happen where again, like a player makes a signal that, you know, isn't a fair catch. And then, you know, but by by the rules, it's like, did he call it or not? Um, that's just worth a discussion. You know, that's just like, you know, do you have a conversation about it? Do you pick the flag up? Do you not? Um, but I do worry sometimes we get too technical, that it's more about like it clearly is this Um but they're, again, I feel like they're just watching the game in a whole different realm than, than what the average person is. I feel like that's what it's always been.
0: It's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. Tim, I, I can't wait for this take from you.
4: You guys know I am sick and tired. Uh, yes. The NFL just dipping their toes in technology. Get the AIs involved. Get the refs out of here. And that's as Black and white as you need it. Mm. If the AI says, hey, that's not a catch, mm. it's not a catch. There's not this, you know, the refs get in a, a huddle and they start juggling each other's balls and they're like, you know what, what do we want to do, guys? Do we want to give them the catch or not? Is it the Cowboys? Is it, uh, who is it, the 49ers? All right, no catch. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. You know, let's just, let's just say what it is. Let's get the AIs going here. The
2: I also don't talking. know... I also don't know if I should be praising Patrick Mahomes or if it it just makes me pull my hair out, and I don't know if it's it should be changed or if I should just give up and just compliment Mahomes for just being the best. But Mahomes has mastered drawing pass interference. Yeah, he like has. he just he knows when I've got a guy downfield and the defenders back turn, but I'm just gonna underthrow it. Like I'm just, I'm going to throw, it's almost like intentional grounding. Like it's, it's almost like I'm going to throw it where no one's going to catch it. You know, where my guy might be able to make a play on it, but won't. And then they're going to call, they're going to call interference. We're going to get the call. Like he's just yeah. mastered that like every week. And I, I, I just can't figure it out where I'm like, I don't know if he's just brilliant. Like he's, he's just that good that he can, he can see when, Oh, I easy pass interference bit, i'm just gonna throw it there or if it does make you go maybe the rules need to change like they let offense get away with so much that maybe defenders can have their back turned and and, and it not be interference yeah i don't know
0: yeah Jeremy, what uh, are you standing with all this Oh, sorry, Tim. Well, as,
1: as, a, as a Dolphins fan, I think they should totally be held to a higher standard. Um, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm going to go Homer for a minute. But, you know, I understand that, like, you still have to play a clean game to win. But mm-hmm. I, I think I saw something where the, the crew that was officiating that game had been suspended by the ACC before. Sure. And the referee was from a township just outside of Philly. And uh, the fact that you had 10 calls on one team and zero in an NFL game on another team, either Mm -hmm. they played the cleanest clean game of all time, or there was just some blatantly missed calls. Yeah. So I think uh, it's more so the fact, uh, I don't know who said it, but I think they need to be full-time official officials. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first step. Um, And then almost have like this Academy where, you know, you 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 have a bad game like the Premier League, you get relegated. Like at the end of the yeah, year, scripted. you're you're gone, and somebody gets promoted. Um, so I think if you have that kind of promotion relegation system, you can quality control a bit. But yeah, I think something something needs to be done because they're from a Vegas standpoint too. They're taking over games, and it's it's getting more and more obvious, in my opinion.
0: Scripted, Tim.
4: What were you
2: I think saying? We yeah. Mean, oh yeah, good Tim. Um, <clears throat>
0: Uh oh! I
4: I can't remember. It was going to be something dumb, I'm sure. But that, that's <laughs> okay. a good point, Jeremy. I mean, uh, we we talked about it at length. But Vegas, you know, has their pockets in the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. what's this is getting more and more sketchy. I know we talked about, joked about the scripting, but like. I mean, really, there might be a huge allegation coming out one of these days about some of these games we're seeing about maybe the ref had something in on it or knew someone yeah. who had something in on it. Like, I don't know, man. It's going to get a little hairy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... What was the um, Netflix special? Tim Donahue, I think it was, the NBA yeah. official. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's been some ones where, you know, the fan roughing the Passer or P.I., and it's such a... You know, it is a tough, tough game to officiate, but I think the logical next step is just to have some sort of quality control process in place, whether that's an academy or or pipeline of officials. But I agree. And then the the and the other guy that that gets old as well, because there
2: there is no gray area. It's either right or wrong, and they're typically they're usually not right. So that gets old. (laughs) They need a retired coach like on the committee somewhere or like somewhere like in the, just in, on the field to say, hold on refs, you got to talk about this one. Like, right. you know, like an, like an impartial coach, just to be like, wait a minute, hold on. but yeah. Like, cause I feel like, again, it's like two different mindsets. I feel like coaches and refs are going to see, are going to see the rules totally different. Where again, it makes me think of like analysts, like the difference between having a Mike Pereira or Gene Steratore, versus having, like, Bill Belichick, who's on the rules committee for coaches and, like, you know, knows the rules in and out like anybody, you would wonder what his opinion would be versus the referees. Because I know they don't see eye to eye. I know it's going to be a completely different perspective. And, I don't know, just just interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
2: a good point.
4: They just need – Amazon needs to develop (laughs) – A cold, metal, red-eye, laser-hating cyborg. You guys are seeing it. Check All right. In each each of these games, you're getting more of these AWS stats. The Arizona Cardinals have 70% chance to win this game. I mean, I don't know. This is not financial advice, but start putting stock in Amazon because once they have these cyborgs on the sideline, Amazon's going to be popping. You heard it here first.
2: Uh, remember clanky from the backyard sports games he's a little robot (laughs) (laughs) oh clanky (laughs) clanky you could you could give him as your pitcher in uh backyard baseball 2005 he threw like straight heat because he (laughs) he didn't even throw it he just like blew it out of his little arm (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome
1: the cyborg point it's like somebody made a point how do we not have chips and footballs these days to to mark you know, yardage, why are we still mm, in yeah. 2023 pulling the yeah. chains, Yeah, you know, yeah. and then, and then what was it? Two or three years ago, it might've been the college game where um, actually it might've, I might be dating myself. It might've been a Florida South Carolina game or something, but they were like three yards short and the referee just gives the first down and first we're like, that, you know, what, what are we doing here? So the fact that they don't have chips and footballs, to measure field position is, is beyond me these days
4: yeah that's crazy that, yeah, that's I, a good did you guys watch the um uh the rams and the Steelers game with mm-hmm. the final i mean they they gave him the, they gave uh, a yeah. pick at the first down when he was he, i mean clearly I short, the lines not clearly official down. but like come on he
2: didn't get <laughs> yeah. it let's yeah. go to gene sterator he clearly <laughs> got it Mike. <laughs> you know I mean? like,
0: <laughs> they got this one right guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh any other overreactions besides the officiating is just fucking terrible. Mm.
3: Nah.
2: Kirk Cousins uh top five quarterback.
0: Kirk go bangs, baby. Oh
4: my god. Top
2: five top five quarterback, and he's not number five. Yeah. Is that an overreaction? Wow. <laughs> I'm here for wow.
4: it. Wow. <laughs> I love how last week. All the sports heads were like, Minnesota's dead. They're blowing it up. (laughs) Kirk Cousins is going back to San Francisco under Shanahan. And it's like, now they're a top five team. Like, what the hell?
0: Oh, this is great. I love football. On the other hand, 49ers are dead.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send out McCaffrey. He's out. Get him out of here. Send him back to Carolina.
3: Oh, Oh, gosh.
0: All right. Let's get a little bets here. Um we got Bucks Bills Thursday night over on set at 42. Buffalo, eight and a half point favorite, one of the biggest spreads of the week. Also, another team might be dead. Buffalo, if you read any headlines.
2: Oh man, we need an order because Tim's here. It always throws me off. Um,
0: Sorry. Well, Tim's all right, we'll go Fitz, Tim, Jeremy, and myself. Okay,
2: come, we'll with that. uh yeah, I'm actually it's tough. Bills, they play as good as their opponent and usually lose. I like the Bucks defense and their their run defense especially has been strong. I don't know where the Bills are. I don't know James Cook's status. I, I don't know where he's at, but I just I could see it being a long afternoon for Josh Allen. I, I think they could get behind on the defense. Do I trust Baker? Sure. I'll take Tampa.
4: Yeah, upset. I'm going I'm going the Bucs. Um yeah, Bills are dead. Josh Allen overrated. Um I, I'm surprised what the Bucks. I mean, they fought the Lions hard, they fought the Falcons hard. Their trenches, they're just beasts. So I think if Baker plays good, I think they're due for one. So yeah, give me the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna make it a three-peed. I'm going Bucks as well. Ooh. Um, I think Dawson Knox being out is going to be a bigger loss for the for the Bills, and I think people think running yeah, yeah. so many of their two tight end sets. Um, and, again, Josh Allen, you just don't know what Josh Allen you're going to get. Um, I think, obviously, that defense being as banged up as they are, um, Thursday night game, quick turnaround, um, I'm
0: taking the bucks and the points. Let's make it four, boys. Let's go all in. Let's hop on the oh. ship. Sight. Side- it's in Buffalo! Oh. Give me Josh Allen through a table. Baker Mayfield done. Give me Buffalo.
2: Y'all I was crazy. about to say that's a that would be a parlay pick if we all yeah. You bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all, right. all right. Sunday's action, Rams, Cowboys on at set forty five. Dallas, six and a half point favorite. All right, like I love these two back to back games here because I already know where Tim's going. The afterlife has not changed him. But Fitz, you <laughs> take it away.
2: Yeah, I'm worried this might be upset week. I'm. I actually like the Rams in this one. I I think they, you know, they couldn't quite get their footing. I thought Pittsburgh looked really good last week. You know, better than what they've been. I'll. I'll yeah, there you go. Maybe not really good, but yeah. better than what they've been. Um, I don't know, man. I, I continue to be impressed with the Rams' weapons. I'll take them. Yeah, Rams over Cowboys.
4: Give me Papa Stafford. This man, um, I, I think he actually might be two zero against Dak Prescott. I, I don't. Hmm. I gotta. I gotta do a little quick googling on I that, like that. But I, I think he's two zero against Dak. Um, Stafford, just man, talk about a gunslinger. This guy has my heart. He's had my heart for a long time. I'll always pull for him. Go Rams.
1: Yeah, I hate to uh, I hate to pull for a Georgia guy, but I'm gonna go Rams as well. Um, the Puka Nakua show, I think he goes off for, for a couple tutties, um, and just uh, you never know what, what Dallas team you're gonna get. I mean, after that San Francisco debacle, um, and I think they had a close one. Uh, who did they beat? Snuck by somebody, but again, a, a touchdown favorite. I just I, I don't see that. I'm I'm rolling with the Rams and uh, and Stafford to get it done.
0: Mm. Yeah, y'all are crazy again. Give me cowboys. I think they were
2: <laughs> Man. I like we're sticking right. together though. I like it. Yeah. Vikings,
0: Packers over us at 43. Green Bay one point favorite here.
2: How the hell are we favored? I I thought <laughs> I thought we'd be especially after that. I mean he, all right, I got to be unbiased here. The last time Minnesota came to Green Bay, we beat that ass. Like, we beat them <laughs> down. We beat them to a pole. One of the greatest games in memory, just to, just to, to lose the Tims Lions the next week, but it's okay. I rode high for like a week. Um, and that worries me because I think the Vikings, they, they're salty. The one thing that's working against them is – I expected the performance they had against San Fran to be against us. I thought that's how they were going to come out this week. Um, so they're a little bit ahead of the game. Um, it's going to be close. I hate to take Minnesota. I, I my, my gut tells me Minnesota. That's my gut. But I got to take the Packers. I got to take them at home. Maybe this is love's time. Maybe we'll all, we'll all get back on it. I'm trying to think who could be the X factor in this game for Green Bay. Uh, maybe Romeo Dobbs. Maybe this is his game. He just he just emerges. Just let yeah. Just let him slit. Let love sling the rock. Let Dobbs go make the plays. I'm convincing myself Packers. Packers win. They pull it out.
4: I guess. I guess I got to ride this purple wave here. Um, I've, I've watched a couple of green Packers, green Bay Packers games. And, Packers. and I don't know. Love <laughs> love just isn't like he looks really good in certain drives and then other drives. He just doesn't look too great. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's coming. I, I mean, he's playing Kirk. So Kirk's the ultimate whatever. Yeah. So go. I don't know. Give me Minnesota, but I think it's going to be a dogfight.
1: I'm going Vikes. I think Cousins has reversed. He's now a primetime quarterback, and so during daytime slot games, I think he has a poor showing. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Packers because I think Kirk has reversed the curse of being a non-primetime quarterback. I think he now thinks he's a big-time, lights are brightest, I played my brightest, so I think he's due for a letdown. Um, so I'm going to go Vikings. I think Aaron Jones um, gets back on the saddle. Jordan Love does enough to uh, to sneak by. I'm going to go pack at home.
0: Yeah. Kirk go bangs. I just like saying that. <laughs> I think it's Green Bay though. I think Green Bay wins here. Uh, I, this is my game. I'm selling. I'm not betting on it. I'm not touching it. I'll watch it. I ain't touching it though. Yeah.
2: Don't touch it.
0: Uh, Tim, by the way, you thought Matthew Stafford was – what against Dak? I think he's two and zero against Dak, right? You're wrong. He's uh, He's zero and three against Dak.
2: Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Oh. <laughs> I just looked it up. I probably is one of those a playoff game too. Twenty. That's wait. Oh no, that was Romo in uh, fourteen. Yeah. Maybe
4: maybe that was just as a line because he won. He beat the Dallas Cowboys in twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen.
0: I don't know. I'll double check. I'll I'll come right. back to that. Falcons mm. at Titans, overrunners at 36.5. Atlanta, two-and-a-half point favorite on the road. They're wearing the throwbacks. The Houston Oilers shout out to them. I love these throwbacks. Mm. Um, what do we say?
2: Mm. I, I'm going to take the Titans. It, I just I, – I trust Vrabel. Uh, maybe this is like a Tannehill week. I, I don't know. Just I, I feel like the Titans get it done for some we'll reason. Live,
0: we'll love us to start
2: Oh, Uh, lettuce is starting. Yep. Oh, Oh shit. That changes everything. Um, (laughs) I hide your mayonnaise. (laughs) Yeah. Eh, I'll still go Titans. Why not? I I, I just feel like they're due.
4: Uh, okay. Parker, I, 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 sorry for the listeners. Stafford's two and three versus the Cowboys. Okay. Started off strong, lost the last three. So that's on me. Yeah. Um, Second to this game, I, I think Falcons are looking really good. Um, Ritter is progressing. He's making – I mean, he's essentially a first-year quarterback. He, he played a couple of games last year, but he's making some dumb mistakes, I think. But they're not the same mistakes, which I think is important. He's, he's still learning, but he's learning from his wrongdoings in previous games. I think the Falcons have a low-key, pretty good defense. Kyle Pitts is starting to shine. Mm-hmm. and I kind of talked about it in the off season, but I think Vrabel's on the hot seat. Get out of there. Give me the Falcons. Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to roll Falcons as well, although Arthur Smith has me a little, you know, not divulging the whole Bajan Robinson thing. That was a little wild. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going Falcons. I think Derrick Henry gets traded at halftime. Give me Falcons.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Where's he going?
1: <laughs> Oof. I saw somebody throw out who was the betting favorites. I think I saw, um, shit, I can't even remember who the betting favorite was. And I saw Eagles thrown in there, and I'm like, please, no. Like, they, just, said, I could see Bills. Yeah.
0: Buffalo's betting favorite. Yep.
1: <laughs> All tomorrow would be great.
2: I don't Man, that, that. that would be something with, it'd be a heartbreak for you. Shut like, the hell up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> shut the hell up. Uh, yeah, give me my chicken, give me my waffles. I'm taking Atlanta here. Nice. <laughs> Colts Saints overruns at that 43 and a half. Indy one point favorite.
2: I can't remember. Did the Colts did they pull it out or they no, no they, they lost? They had they, that deep, had that defensive pass interference yeah, yeah, yeah. that
0: was not there.
2: But that's right. The Minshew magic. Yeah. Um, Shut up that week. He almost, he almost did it. And then the Saints, yeah, you know, they they had the heartbreak too. The dropped, the dropped touchdown, in the end zone.
0: Mm, yeah,
2: um, Foster. It was good to see Kamara back in the mix, though. I I thought I thought he looked good. Derek Carr, just I don't know. This this is hit or miss, but I would take Saints in this one. I think the Saints are slightly better, but it's a field goal probably decides this one. Yeah, I'll take the Saints. Give me
4: the Colts. uh I believe in the Minshew mania, and watching the Saints last game, they just kind of seemed a little too dysfunctional. um yeah. You had receiver, who was it, Alave? One of the mm-hmm. receivers just stopping late, and Derek Carr is like chewing him out, and I don't know. The vibe's just not with it to me
0: for the Saints. So give me the Colts, dude. Alave just got booked uh, for speeding. Yeah, did, you, right. did you did you see yeah, the body so, cam uh, video yeah hey i'm a saints player and the cop was like and in, in what so <laughs> and and oh yeah gosh. yeah what was he what was he doing did 70 and
2: a 35 in.
0: oh my gosh yeah. come on dude like have you well, learned they said that
1: uh jordan addison did what was he 140 in a set like in a 65 back. and yeah. yeah nothing happened to him so they're like all right a lot of they should be good but you oh, never know when Fidel. is Minnesota Cops versus New Orleans Cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm going to roll uh, Minshew Mania here. I'm going Indy. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor starts to get a little bit more uh, action. Uh, Josh Downs look good catching balls from Gardner. So I'm going to go Minshew Mania uh, at home.
0: I'm sold. Minshew Mania. I'm back on the train. It cost me a problem. Jeremy, you've made some pretty good picks, man. Yeah, I like your picks. <laughs> Patriots well, well, at well, we'll, we'll revisit in a week and uh, we'll- <laughs> just text him, What the fuck was that? All right, yeah, like <laughs> Patriots at Finns. New England coming off that huge win against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Dolphins looking to get back right. Uh, Over/under set forty-nine. Miami nine half-point favorite, biggest spread of the week.
2: Yeah, I think Dolphins get back. Uh, unfortunately, it was nice to see the Patriots win though. But I don't, I don't see it happening. I think Dolphins are, I, I think they're still, they're still that team. Eagles were just a better team. Fins.
4: Yeah, I'm going Dolphins too. Um, yeah, for the reasons Fitz said. Good job, Fitz. I'll
1: yeah, like be it. the ultimate homer. I'll go Fins for. The main reason that we are really good at beating really bad teams.
0: So give me the (laughs) fans. Yeah, (sighs) I feel like it's Miami. It's got to be. But there's a little voice in my head says Bill Belichick, division Mm -hmm. opponent. Give me the Patriots. I've. It was a close one last time in Foxborough. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I want to see the Empire fall finally. Jag Steelers over at 42 Jacksonville, two and a half point favorite The afterlife called Tim home, I guess. But um, what do we say? Oh, he's back. They let him back in. Sorry.
2: I don't know why I, I, I want the Steelers to be good for some reason. Get out of here. And I don't, I don't know why (laughs) I just, I love Jalen Warren. He might be like, he is on my must draft list for next season. I think he's like, you know once once Najee's out of there i think this guy's going to be prime cuz he runs he runs like he needs milk money like he's just like <laughs> he's just crazy like he just runs like his life depends on it um and and then obviously like TJ Watt and some of the the defensive players i don't know and i think jags are just hype i'm going to take the steelers i'll take the steelers at home i think they keep riding
4: at this point, you know, I got to say terrible franchises just got to stick together. Um, so I'm going Jags just because I like to see him win a little bit. And I like to see the Steelers lose a little bit. So give me the Jags. Poetry. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go Jags. ETN is is a dog right now. So I think he gets a 20-plus uh, carry game, close, hard-fought game. But give me the Jags. Yeah.
0: Duval County. Let's go. Give me Jags. Battle of New York. Over on set, 36 and a half. Jets, technically at Giants, even though they share the stadium. That's weird. Jets, minus three favorite. Can both teams lose? Right. Turf Monster. <laughs> MetLife is known to take a blood sacrifice.
3: <laughs> mm.
2: Giants, you know, they had that tough, what was it, a Monday night game? Where they just they just botched it on the one yard line. They got it back last week against the Commanders. I feel like they're they are hungry. They're hungry for a win. Jets, I they're just so they're good, but they're just so hit or miss. And I actually like I like the Giants defense. This is a great defensive struggle, uh, and I, I think I like the Giants defense just that they're not they're not getting as much credit as maybe the Jets defense is. Um maybe Saquon can be the X factor in this one. I'll take the Giants. I got a lot of upsets this week.
4: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of following your footsteps here, Fitz. I think uh this is going to be a big staple game for Saquon. At least I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping he just like I don't even know over 100 total yards, give me like 60 receiving yards. I don't know do something crazy but I want Saquon to just have a huge game uh, but like you said Parker I mean this is MetLife we're talking so someone's gonna probably so have someone's a losing a limb. Injury. yeah so how do they
2: determine who's in the away locker room <laughs> uh, or like what did they I don't even know what they do they have an away locker room do they have like three uh, locker rooms there <laughs>
1: I heard I heard Aaron Rodgers talking today on the podcast. He says they have a Jets, Giants,
2: and an away. And so I wow. think they'll, yeah, so they I think they'll have they'll like, have their own. Like how do they determine who's the away team? Yeah. You know, or who's yeah. who's home team even. They color rush That's it. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Blue V green. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good question. I'll Give go me the Giants. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm gonna go Giants as well. I think if Tyrod plays, they looked way better with a Tyrod led offense. So um, I think he gets a few more playmakers involved. Um,
0: so I'm going to uh, go Giants at
1: home in this one.
0: Man, I, you stole the words right from my mouth. If, if Tyrod plays, this is the mm. G-man. If Daniel Jones plays, this is Jets game all around. Saquon, Brees Hall, this is going to be a great rushing attack. Whoever can get the edge here. I, I'm excited for it. Because you guys are all taking the Giants, I haven't gone with you yet. Hmm. Give me the Jets. Fireman Ed. Fireman oh. All right. Philly, Commanders over on set 43 and a half. Philadelphia, six and a half point favorite.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Philly. Nah, it's going to be a long afternoon for Sam Howell. That's, that's how I feel. They, and the Eagles just signed uh, Titans safety. Uh, Bird, yeah.
0: Bayard. KB. Bayard, yeah, thank you. Not Bird. Yeah. Bayard. KB
2: yeah just another another weapon
4: yeah give me the eagles um i don't know i don't know if jalen carter played last game but he's having a pretty phenomenal rookie season um i think their defense is just like you said fits just gonna eat sam up so give me the eagles
1: yeah i'm gonna keep it simple eagles brotherly shove cannot be stopped so (laughs) i think it's pretty much eagles done deal
0: well, you guys know the drill. You guys all three took the Philly. That means I have to take Philadelphia as well. We have our first sweep. Come on. Come on. Hey. All right. Battle of QB's. Young mm. Stroud. Texans oh, at man. Panthers oversight at 43. Houston three point favorite.
2: This is just salt in the wound for Panthers fans. It's it's Houston <laughs> and it's the guy that everybody wanted for the Panthers except Their owner. Yeah. yeah. This this is... No, did you hear like Panthers... I think like Jake Delhomme reached out to like CJ Stroud. And like there were people in Panthers house that were like, no, CJ, like we'll show you around Charlotte. And like they like, they wanted him. But it was their owner that was like, no, we're taking Bryce Young. (laughs) Give me the
0: 140 pound quarterback.
2: Man. So this is tough. Yeah, I, I think Houston... And I think C.J. Stroud has an extra chip on his shoulder for them not taking him.
4: I'm going Houston. What's
1: it? Yeah, I'm going C.J. Stroud. Battle of young quarterbacks. Just go with the better one.
0: Yeah, Texans. Agreed. Sweep again. Back to back sweeps. Sweep. Yeah. Bengals. Niners. Over and set at forty-five and a half. San Francisco five and a half point favorite. At home.
2: Can they lose three in a row? The Niners? So I think about. they could. I think they could. Um I like this matchup a lot. The rematch of a, of a Super Bowl. Two Super Way Bowls. Way back. Two Super Bowls. Yeah. Um Fucking Joe Montana, Steve Young ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take Cincinnati. It's just upset week for for me.
0: It's going to go really well for you fits really bad. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Give me Cincy. The, I hate that the 49ers are dead like everyone else is saying. No, um, I'm always going to pull for Joey B. Uh, yeah, give me Cincy in a close one.
1: I'm going to go Cincy as well and my overreaction for – this week is that Brock Purdy is a fraud. So, maybe
4: <laughs> oh, man, like what a word to describe someone. That word <laughs> always yeah. just gets me. Fraud. You're a <laughs> fraud, <is> man.
3: <laughs> it's, a great, <laughs> it's,
4: it's a
1: great, great, headline word. Great attention grabber. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love
0: it's a great it. insult. Nah, he's
1: a good, he's a good, he's a good player. It's just a trendy
0: pick. <laughs>
1: I like it. Yeah.
0: Well, me and Devante are onto something here. I'm taking the Niners. Reverse psychology. Okay. Yeah. Reverse it. All right. Browns, Hawks, overruns at 40. Seattle three-point favorite.
2: <clears> hmm. <throat> Man, this one's interesting too. There's just a lot of mediocre teams in the NFL that, that that just make for interesting matchups. And this is this is one of them. But these guys are both slightly above mediocre. Um <laughs> 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 they're like they're just you know it's like two six seeds. Playing There's a playing.
0: lot of vanilla ice cream, but
2: fuck it. I'm this is like vanilla strawberry. bean. Yeah, yeah, this is like vanilla oh bean. Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> two six seeds going at it. Um, I'm gonna take Seattle at home.
4: Yeah, Seattle's good. I think um, you know. Uh, The Colts kind of maybe had showed a a ding in the the Browns' defense, and I think Seattle just has a high-powered offense. So give me the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I like the Seahawks. I think if Metcalf plays, I think Seahawks. I think if he doesn't play, I think it changes a little bit for me, but I'm going to assume he does, and Gino gets it done. I'll go Seahawks at home.
0: Yeah, I want to take the Seahawks. I want to take Devin Witherspoon. I, I think they're rolling right now. But Miles Garrett playing, what, two days before Halloween? I feel like he just taps into Spooktober on that day. Like he absorbs all the spooky power and just has a fucking monster day. So give me Miles yeah. Garrett.
2: Yeah, he's going to hear he got snubbed on my top five. And <laughs> yeah, he's, he said he used that as energy.
0: He's going to have his quarterback graveyard, and then he's going to have your face just right there.
4: Dude, did you guys – did you guys see that he when he jumped over the line and blocked the <laughs> field goal? What a like freak.
0: <laughs> it was amazing. You guys a freak, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Kansas City Swifties taking on oh, Danger Wilson in the Broncos. <laughs> over at 46. <laughs> Kansas City eight-point favorite.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Kansas City's got this one.
4: I think um, Sierra and Taylor are going to meet who? On the field at halftime, and there's going to be a dance off. Um, and Taylor's going to win, so give me, give me the Chiefs. <laughs> Taylor against yeah. Sierra.
1: <laughs> I think Mister Unlimited shows he's very limited here, so give me the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Let's roll with it. Yeah, I agree. Did you all see Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes handshake? Oh my God, yeah.
1: <laughs> Brittany Mahomes is insufferable,
0: dude. Her, her and Jackson. No, oh my God. <laughs> Terrible human beings. All right, never met him, so I can't really say that, but I'm saying it now. Frauds. Frauds! <laughs> <laughs> Ravens at cards over us at 44. Baltimore, eight and a half point favorite.
2: Um, I'm curious to hear Tim's thoughts, but I I, think Lamar's playing his best ball that we've ever seen. And he, he had MVP year, but I think he's playing his best. So I'm going to take Ravens.
4: Um, yeah, I don't want to shit on the the Cardinals too much here, but this is the best Lions defense we've had in years. And Lamar just like picked us apart, like a little kid picking his food. Like Lamar is going to destroy this team. So give me the Ravens.
1: Yeah, this one's simple for me. It's cool to see Lamar be kind of like a pass first read this year as well. He's really coming into his own and Great point with the Lions, D. I'm I'm going Ravens big in this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Devin texted the group. Tim, I'm sorry, but Lamar's fucking back, and he was. I and mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the train keeps rolling. Unfortunately. All right, Sunday night action: Bears, Chargers, forty-six and a half is over under it. Las Vegas eight and or sorry, Los Angeles eight and a half point favorite.
2: Yeah, I'm waiting for the Chargers to get it going. They were they were my sneaky Super Bowl pick way back and that that hasn't aged well but two and five never know i think they can get it rolling they look good against the chiefs um but they always they always look good against the chiefs and find a way to lose um yeah i think i mean chargers win here i'm looking at the spread i feel like you could safely take the spread here but i am a packers fan so a little biased against the bears
4: yeah, this this is kind of uh, my overreaction from last week. I'm tired of hiding it. All right, Chargers suck. Justin Herbert <laughs> not good. He's not a good quarterback. You always see people giving him this elite status. Oh, yeah. man. Chargers stink. Like like. Justin Who would had you it. rather have,
2: Herbert or Josh Allen? Because I know your opinion. Oh on my god, Josh uh, Allen. give
4: me Herbert a hundred percent. Josh Allen is,
2: <laughs> oh Josh Allen is
4: so bad. <laughs> But, but like, <laughs> I'm tired of like everyone. Okay, Justin had a wonderful first year, and they seem to always play really good against the Chiefs. But like, other than that, the Chargers just stink, and I'm tired of pretending they're a good team. So I'm that's my reaction. Chargers stink. Give me the Bears. Mm-hmm. I think the wow. Bears actually show more promise right now. Oh, um, w- uh, what's his name? Paget or whoever their uh, free agent quarterback. Uh, yeah i mean whatever he was slicing and dicing he looked better than fields out there mm-hmm. give me the bears man
0: shout out I, university all
1: right. <laughs> i agree with your herbert herbert analysis i've always thought that he i call him no touch herbert i mean the guy just rips fastballs all over the freaking <laughs> field um but i do think brandon staley's coaching for his job i think Herbert just has more weapons so I'm going to take chargers in this one but um I'm on the uh, anti-herbert train with you Tim.
4: Thanks man.
0: Yeah, Staley is barely holding on to a paycheck right now. It's bad. It's it's and there's no reason this team should be this bad. They shouldn't be 2 and 5. On the other hand, the Bears got rid of Chase Claypool and it feels like a curse has been lifted off that entire <laughs> franchise. You Thanks. can have him back. We'll we'll give him back. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh that's a that's a real thing. I don't know if you guys looked up look up Chase Claypool's curse. Like I think like going mm. back to Steelers and then Bears and now Miami like he's like 0 11 the past 11 games. Mm. Oh so my been gosh. It's it's bad. It's rough. Um give me Bears to cover. Give me Chargers to win.
2: Yeah. You know what I think the Herbert hype is for me is the, our Zach Thomas episode. And he talked about going to that quarterback camp with Trevor Lawrence mm, and uh, Herbert. The Manning
0: passing camp, yeah.
2: And whoever. And we, he said, you know who threw the best ball? Justin Herbert. I think ever since that, I, I've been like all in. I was like, oh yeah. Zach Thomas is a believer. So, <laughs> so I'm a believer now. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's my bias. It's, it's yeah. purely Zach Thomas.
0: I like it. <laughs> Well, the whole reason we called Tim out with the Ouija board and got him the spirits to release him from the hounds <laughs> of hell here. Lions Monday night, Detroit's hosting the Raiders over on set of 45. Detroit, eight-point favorite. The Monday lights are back on for the first time in over two years for Detroit. I love it. Uh, it's the first time being at home in since 20. No, I've got to go back. I don't think you guys have ever hosted a Monday night football game. Nope, sorry. 2014
2: was the last one.
3: It's been a while. It's
0: been a long time. <laughs> Almost 10 years.
2: I'm not gonna lie. I was I was trying to make room for Max Crosby on my top five scariest oh, uh yeah. football players. Like I thought I, I was like, you know, Max Crosby could be there. And, is, yeah. and that man is terrifying. He again, like Jalen Warren runs the football, that's how he plays defense. He's just he's, he's just a hungry man. He he nonstop. Um but I still think, and I think especially after the Ravens game, I think what good teams do, because, Tim, the Lions are an elite team this year. I really do believe that. <laughs> um, I think they will bounce back after a, after a tough loss. I take the Lions. Uh, huh. Spread is interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I think either or. If um, you could take it, it would be really close. I like the Lions, though.
4: Thank you for those kind words, Evan. I needed that tonight. Um, so this is the first time I haven't had this existential dread that the lines are going to just fold like cards in the wind. You know, I, okay. I really don't care to listen to like post-game conferences with like head coaches and what they talk about. I'm a sucker. Okay. I watch Dan Campbell's. Dan Campbell, he just says it how it is, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, we stunk. Lamar played great. We're not burning this tape. We're watching this tape. We're going to learn from it. We're going to come back next week. I think this is a get-right game for Detroit. And I'm not even going to be surprised if we put up, like, if we win by, like, I don't know, two scores. I think we're just going to do it. I think Ben Johnson's going to get in a good groove of things. We didn't even get a first down until it was 28-0, okay? Yeah. So Ben Johnson, uh, he's got some trickery up his sleeve. Now Montgomery not being there is hurting us, turning us mm-hmm. bad more yeah, than I thought it conf-
2: would. A little confidence boost for Gibbs, though. I feel like just, yes. just him getting to that end zone
4: yeah. Maybe, yeah.
2: maybe just changes his mindset a little bit.
4: Yeah, yeah, and, and and Dan Campbell mentioned that he said, you know, one of the silver linings was was Gibbs is still progressing well. So um, we'll see, but uh, I'm I'm going to call it now. I think number fourteen right here, Sun God. I think he's going to have a big game. So give me the Lions.
1: Yeah, I'm going Lions big here as a Gibbs fantasy owner. That was good to see. But Tim, to your point, it's uh they're a different team without Monty getting the early down. We're kind of setting up to play action. Uh, but I do believe they're the superior team here. And I, I think it's Aiden O'Connell again, if I'm not mistaken, for Oakland, for uh, Vegas. So I think this one could, uh, could get ugly quickly. So yeah. I'm going the superior team at home. Give me Lions. I like that two-score um,
0: prediction. Yeah. Dude, I'm rock hard. <laughs> for Rock City, Motor City, Detroit. <laughs> Give me the Lions by 50. Let's go. <laughs>
3: Let's go!
0: All right, uh, pop parlay, and we're gonna get the hell out of here. Let's make some money. We we were one pick away. The Detroit, we 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 picked Detroit, and that that oh gosh, I know, I know. <laughs> it's all right. We bounce back here. We bounce back. That's right. But uh, in, in, any day this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any leagues you guys want, let's have it. mm.
4: Uh, let's see, XFL's not going on. Um I don't even I gotta yeah, I gotta look at what yeah. I mean, women's basketball just ended right, so uh,
1: I guess I so. have a Korean baseball lock. Oh Still, yeah.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> let's, I'm just I'm just messing. Oh.
1: when uh when co when little fun fact when COVID was here in twenty twenty and that was the only thing airing on ESPN, I became a a, a KBL betting wizard. It was dark <laughs> times.
2: Dude. That was Tim. Tim was watching that too. Yeah. yeah.
4: KBL Ben Wizard, man. Jeremy, I love it. <laughs> oh man. I feel like we're kindred spirits, Jeremy. I feel like you know, we made we made all the same picks but one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, Korean baseball league. I'm in, I'm in if you are.
1: Care- careful where you follow <laughs> me. It it doesn't always
4: end well. <laughs> uh, let's see.
2: Hmm. I might have a spicy one. Can I take NC State over Clemson? Ooh. Okay. okay. Football.
0: I like it. Let's go. NC State has zero offense, but fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> um. Hmm. I'm gonna take Oregon Utah over 48. I think. I think we can see over forty-eight points there. So, do
4: we have a certain day right now? Or we can pick whichever day you
0: want. Yep, yeah. that's Saturday. Day want. Saturday.
4: Okay. Oh, let's see.
0: Yeah, I guess if you do hockey Saturday, I forgot hockey's going on.
4: Man, but there's not a Saturday game. Daggummit! That I want. Let me look. The Panthers are playing Friday, or um, not the Panthers, the Hurricanes.
0: So, hey we can do friday friday works that's fine okay Your can new canes okay. friday
4: yeah give me uh canes over the sharks i mean it's still early in the season but canes have shown promise offensively uh i think we can take the sharks at home
0: i think we can steal one
1: yep so yeah tennessee three and a half at kentucky i'll take i'll take the balls to cover that
0: yeah yeah i like that take i, I think that's good um uh, well boys that's that's the show. Unless you guys want to do a random question real quick. I know it's late. Random up, so. but, all right.
2: Tim's do a out. quick one. All right. Tim, Halloween question. What you got?
4: Um, <laughs> he pushes
2: more than a half
4: one. <laughs> you got a marry one, kill one, and F one. <sighs> Mike Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I can already. Tell you were gonna I'm go like Freddy.
2: pumpkins, candy corn, and. Oh. Like, no, dude, get, like, Come on, people! All yeah.
0: right, well, so... I'm gonna go marry Freddie for some back scratches. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a big, big back scratch guy. <laughs> uh, you know what? Michael seems like a gentle lover, so I'll fuck him.
4: <laughs> I'll kill Grace. Right? <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I like you killing Jason. Jason's just unhinged. I mean, they're all psycho, but like, can you imagine being married to Jason? Like, not just not I, acceptable.
2: That was gonna be my Mary. I what? I feel like he he might have another side of him, that, <laughs> a more endearing side that he doesn't show to everybody.
0: He'll read some poetry by the lake.
2: Yeah, I'm killing yeah. Freddy because he's the he's scary. I do I don't. He's just the scariest to me.
4: See, see, you 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 f Freddy because you can see his face. The others are under a mask. You don't even know what they are. You know. <laughs> I'd rather have that paper bag. You gotta have the I, <laughs> paper have the bag. Eye <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: gosh,
4: Jeremy, what do you think, man?
1: I got to kill Jason just because he brings nothing to the table from a conversation standpoint. Um, I got to steal the back scratch, man. I didn't, I didn't think about that with Freddie. So I think you got to marry him and that leaves effing uh, Michael Myers. Yeah. I mean, the guy's timeless. I mean, he's been doing it for, he's been effing for 25 years. So guy's got it going on. So. Will go, we'll go, we'll you go say
0: there. Parker, he was a gentle Ooh. lover. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> he looks gentle, you know. The uh, hair, the
4: hair, just gets uh, me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just give a little tug.
0: All right,
1: I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be drinking a bourbon bourbon tonight, reevaluating these answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, damn, that's on YouTube. Right? Everyone to like, yeah. Oh. Right. Uh, hey, great episode, Jeremy! I can't thank you enough for hopping on, talking baseball and, and all sports with us, man. We we love having you, and, and hopefully we keep having you back on and when when you're not killing men's league and and uh, enjoying life, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for having me anytime. Um, would love to talk shop. So anytime you guys want to uh, want to bring me on, I'm in. Good to see you guys.
0: Awesome, great seeing you, brother, Appreciate and Tim. You, I've missed that beautiful face. I'm glad the the afterlife let you come back on for this week. So. Uh, Thanks, we miss
4: man. you. Great
2: great to see it's you.
4: And great, great to be back. Hey, bust that Ouija board out whenever you need to, alright?
0: Alright. Oh. Summon thee. <laughs> Bye. Oh
4: my Fun god. Ah. We would, we would see, be the yes. bad boys of Little League, I'm telling you now. <laughs> I mean, I we would to. beat the taller out of the other team. I'm just going to go out and say it. Joey, Joey Chester, Chester has, to has to be on the post. <laughs> has it to be on the post. Has
0: to be. be. It has it to be. How's <laughs> the was journey?
3: Oh.
4: Oh. RIP. Oh, are we dressed up as costumes? Or is the people still?
3: Yeah.
2: I saw you add Bonte Oh.
4: Matt that yeah. jigsaw just scares the hell out of me. Dude, isn't it so
0: weird to see him on a tricycle? <laughs> oh man. Well, good job, guys. I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you. Appreciate you, fellas. All right. All right, boys. Yeah. That was fine.